0: This is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show, just various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. this theme of how businesses have affected many people during lockdown I've interviewed some really inspiring ladies including today's guest entrepreneur Helen Gregory so welcome Helen hi Karen lovely to be here so how are you doing I've not seen you for ages so how was your Christmas and happy new year to you (laughs) thank you well we did the Christmas show didn't we together that was fun
1: but yeah, it's been good. It's been a busy Christmas. I hardly had any time off because I've been putting all my efforts into my new business, which I know we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, exciting. So, of course, we've got this theme about how um, businesses have been affected during lockdown and how your life has been during the last 10, 11 months. So you've had quite a journey, haven't you? So I remember a couple of years ago when you first took a job at Rockery Hall um, and you absolutely loved it. So tell us all about the job that you did and how lockdown affected it.
1: I was working in business development uh, for hand-picked Hotels, but I was based at Rookery, uh, here in Nantwich. Loved, loved, loved the job. It was so interesting. First time I'd been employed actually for twenty-one years, which wow. was quite a revelation in itself.
0: And what but I loved place it. To work at it's I know. isn't it? Probably. Oh,
1: it is it is and it's it's a it's a lovely company to work for it's still privately owned it's owned by julia hans um hence the hand-picked hotels um there are 19 hotels in the group my responsibility was for developing business for for all of those hotels actually um even though i was based in in nantwich and my prime focus my postcodes if you like were around here but um but yeah it was a brilliant job absolutely loved it i was really starting to make some inroads into um you know developing new customers and having new accounts on the books um, and then lockdown hit. So I'd had two weeks off at the end of Feb and I'm pretty sure that I had coronavirus back then. Um, oh, ended gosh. up with no smell and no taste. Yeah. Um, and then I think I did one day before we went into um, furlough. So I was furloughed right from the very beginning of, um, of March or whenever the furlough scheme started. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at first I was putting dates in my diary for May and June and then it was July and then I thought, hmm, Okay, yeah, we won't put any more dates in the diary. Yeah. Then we were supposed to go back in September and then it was pushed back. And then it was a definite date in November and that was pushed back. And then I just thought, you know, I'm not sure this is going to happen. And then we, we had a date to go back, which was the 3rd of December. I think yeah. that was whatever date lockdown started again was the yeah. date I was due to go back. And um, then we went into lockdown.
0: So, so that was you it.
1: You kind of knew what was going yeah. on, didn't you? yeah. I did, I did. So yes, sadly, sadly, all our sales team, all the um, the, the sales team that I belong to, um, and a lot more people, it isn't just the sales team, but a lot of people
0: have uh, lost their jobs, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, and I was one of those casualties. Yeah, and also at the time, you're taking on a big building project, hadn't you? So um, that must've been quite a worry for you as well, no income coming in. And you also, I think you were, were you living or cooking in your caravan? Yes. Yep, we were.
1: So we had, um, there were five, um, well, there were six of us quite often living in the house, um, five or six. We could still use upstairs, so we would got our bedrooms and our bathroom, but um, we got nothing downstairs. So yeah, we've got the, just a touring caravan on the drive, and that was um, being used to, to cook and sit and watch tv and stuff and actually in the summer it wasn't too bad you know because we'd got it was lovely wasn't it so you know we could sit outside or you didn't have to be cooped up in the caravan but you know in the early days it was it was a bit miserable and then Obviously, as it, as the days rolled on and the building work still wasn't completed, it was a bit miserable, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was fine. The, the building work was a bit stop and start because of lockdown. I was trying to do, because I, I, I was furloughed, I did scrubs. I said scrubs um, for about a, maybe a couple of months. I can't remember now, um, in the caravan. So I had my little yes. sewing room set
0: up Caravans in the caravan. Board, the scrubs and the masks and everything and the PPE, weren't they? That's it. That's it. Uh, so yeah, it was um, it was a tough time. It really was. So on top of that, so this is where the whole world kind of caved in. You've been furloughed first, you've been made redundant, builders coming and going, obviously maybe a little bit of financial worry there, and then another great big thunderbolt. So tell us what happened next. Um, Totally out of the blue, I discovered my partner was having an affair. I mean, you've been planning this
1: extension with him, and then this happens. Yeah, it was it was a total bolt from the blue, Karen, to be truthful. I had no inkling. I'm a life coach. I'm a people person. I've always been I've always worked with people. And normally my intuition is pretty good. But for some reason, I did not pick up on this at all. No, maybe it was just too close to home. I don't know. But um, and I and he wasn't honest at the beginning because um, I found out through um, seeing some things on his phone. Uh, which made me more suspicious so I kept checking his phone and um and then eventually um he came clean a couple of weeks later and then within a couple of weeks he'd gone he'd moved out so that was just it was such a shock because you think how can somebody move from one bed to another effectively from one person yeah exactly like you said you know planning the extension and um, all these hopes that we got and all our money so that we've paid cash for the extension we've not had to borrow anything that was our money in there yeah so why would you put all your efforts and your money Knowing and your this
0: was going on it's just un- it's unbelievable isn't it, it is
1: it is so he reckoned it was only for a couple of weeks before i found out but i can't believe that because you don't move in with somebody you've only just met do you you don't no. just abandon five and a half and for somebody you've just met. And, and either way, do you know what? It's seven months since it happened, six months since it happened. I don't care. I don't
0: yeah, care either way, really. But... behind you now. Exactly. But it exactly. Was another thing to add to what was going on already in your life yeah. during lockdown, wasn't it? How did you turn it around? My
1: first step was to seek therapy, I will be quite honest with you, because I was broken. I was absolutely nice. broken, Karen. It was just horrendous. I hid myself away. I, I just, I, I was embarrassed. I think, you know the main emotion, perhaps not the main emotion, but one of the strong emotions was being embarrassed because, you know, you think, what have I done? What, what's wrong with me? Why would somebody abandon me? Am I that ugly or unattractive or uh, not sexy enough? Or, you know, I, I'm not a nice enough person. Am I not pretty enough? There's all of these things go through your head. And you want and... To put yourself into that category of being a victim, I guess, don't you as well? very very much so yeah a victim and then it becomes you're a survivor and then eventually you can change that but yeah it does take some doing you are very very much the victim and and i couldn't tell anybody i couldn't even tell my best friends i told my parents and i told his his daughters knew what was going on because they'd been involved in the um, discussions around you know, whether he was having an affair or wasn't, and he told them he wasn't and all of this. So they knew, my kids knew, and um and my parents, and that was it. I just I couldn't even tell my friends. And I think, you know, because I'd already had a failed marriage behind me, I didn't want to admit that I'd made a mess of something else. You know, it's it's it is a pride thing, very much so. Definitely. Um, Definitely. so yeah, it was it was a very hard thing to do, but therapy was my absolute saviour. And I think the fact that I'm a life coach as well, really, really helped that because I understood what she was saying, because there's a big sort of crossover with therapy and, um, and, and life coaching. So what she was saying, I knew, but I just
0: hadn't applied to myself a lot of it. it again, didn't you not coming from yourself, but just kind of being pointed out again to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in, in some ways when you are so in such shock, yeah. Because it is, it is a
1: trauma. It is a big life trauma. And, you know, you can suffer from PTSD, from a trauma such as this. Yeah. Um, I, I don't particularly think I did. Um, I, You know, I was able to turn myself around, but people do. Yeah. And when you're in that, in the depths of that despair, you do not look at how you can help yourself. No with your own skills you don't think oh my god yes i've got life coaching skills let me apply what i know
0: to me you don't even think about it so it was it was so good going to therapy it really was there's always a positive that comes out of a negative isn't there and as a result i agree uh as soon as you got your strength back you created your own business called beyond the cheat which is amazing so tell us all about beyond the cheat well, um, love it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I did um, debate whether to use a swear
1: word in there. <laughs> <clears <clears throat> throat> the cheats. <throat> <clears throat> and I thought, well, do you know what? I'm going to struggle there, aren't I, in social media and so on. So, um, and then it became beat the cheat, and then that sounded a bit aggressive. So, yeah. yeah, we went for beyond the cheat. So, beyond the cheat is all about empowering people. It's not just for women. Originally, I started it just for women, but I've decided to encompass men and women because both Cat sexes cheat.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, um, I have, um, I'm the whole ethos is to empower people, empower people to find their inner strength. And the, the way that I do that is is several fold. So I have a website, I've got a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So the page really is for general consumption the group is for anybody who wants to kind of have some support and chat and i've got about 40 odd members in there and i only started it a couple of weeks ago so i'm really really pleased with how that's growing but would love to get more people in there and then i do a blog a weekly blog and that's on my um on my website and then i'm signposting people from social media so i've got instagram and twitter as well less active on twitter i just do one tweet a day really but instagram and um and facebook so I do stories and things every day. So it's a load of advice. And my advice is all about turning yourself around. So it's about empowering yourself, being positive, self-help, really, self-love. That is my theme. So I have a theme every week. This is something I've only just developed, really. But so this week I'm looking at self-love. Um, so you know, it's about thinking how you can help yourself today is did you know it's a national chocolate cake day today
0: yes I did I did about that today actually who wouldn't know oh, chocolate cake <laughs> <laughs> funny enough I'm not a massive
1: fan but you know night,
0: actually <laughs> did when you? Did. yeah
1: anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you know my post today was about spoiling yourself and I've then put that into the group as a slightly yeah. different angle saying You know, I ask you all just to spoil yourself with one thing today. Please do it for me. Let me know how you get on. (laughs) Well, if it's that, it doesn't matter, does it? it? It's about spoiling yourself. Self-love. So I did a post yesterday about um, self-love. Um, In fact, I think that's posted today. I'm always a day behind because I write it the day before. Um, And then my blog next week is going to be about self-love as well. And then I've got a podcast as
0: well. So the podcast is going to be about self-love on Sunday, on Monday. So let's just talk about Beyond the Cheat a little bit more and what happens when you... It's like a grief, isn't it, when the relationship comes to an end. It's almost like you are dealing with the death of a person, which sounds really extreme but the process the emotions you go through let's just talk about those because i know that you've got a great freebie haven't you five things that you must do and five things that you mustn't do so first of all what are the processes that of grief really those emotions that we go through uh, it
1: is a grief, it is a bereavement, it really is, um, you know, especially, well not especially, I was going to say especially if you've been together a long time, but I don't think it makes that much difference really, five and a half years in the overall scheme of things isn't a massive amount of time, but you've built your life with that person and you know you had hopes and dreams and you had plans for the future and all of it, so you know when that, when that is taken away from you very abruptly, then It is a a grieving process, you know, and you go through those uh, emotions and not necessarily in this order. They're in all sorts of um, they come in 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 waves and in different ways. But you have denial uh, because you you don't want to admit what's happening and you think you can turn it around. And I very much went through that. And I was um, saying, you know, we can work this out. We can sort it out. And, you know, my family was saying, don't be ridiculous. Look what he's done. But I was saying, no, I've got too much to lose. We've got this extension. We've got plans for the future. no. So mm-hmm. that didn't work. But, you know, that is one of the things is denial. Pain, massive pain. You oh, actually feel physically pain. Yeah. in pain yeah. quite it's often. Almost, you can feel your heart breaking, can't you? Literally. Yeah. Literally. You sound like you're speaking from experience there. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: long time ago. But I think every person has, an, has experience of heartbreak and, and yeah. uh, that bereavement and that grief.
1: Yes. Yeah, even if it's not necessarily so cheating, extent, I guess. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah um panic oh my goodness me I had so many I won't say panic attacks I'm not really prone to panic attacks but panicky moments because mostly around money really because he was a major breadwinner I was working a part-time job at uh at and wasn't bringing in anywhere near the money so I was thinking how on earth am I going to survive how am I going to pay for all of this yeah. we just had this beautiful extension done am I going to have to move yeah. so that was a huge huge strain and you know that panic sort of it, 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 it infiltrates every other part of your life as yeah, well it's so like it's, straight do you, you can oh, decisions or the right decisions? not not at all you know you're thinking about your children his children yeah. um, how you're going to manage the house the school run everything yeah, you know yeah, every everything was in there yeah. yeah yeah even even dad things like you know managing the cars we have quite traditional roles really probably a bit old-fashioned but he would do all the outdoor things like you know look after the cars and the chickens and all of that and suddenly oh my god i've got, yeah, to, got to what, to the what happens yeah <laughs> yes no i get set to do Warful that job. <laughs> but but seriously you know the chickens he he had 11 chickens wow. i've ended up looking after them you know so it's things like that it's the it's the day-to-day when you try to do everything else it's quite it's quite a revelation yeah Yeah. um and yeah so loads of other things like um, you know resistance to change I've already mentioned shame and embarrassment anger oh my goodness me you can get so angry I had several several times the time that he came back for his things I did write um, a blog about that a couple of weeks ago but um I was I wasn't very a very nice person actually that day but I felt he deserved it I just
0: followed him around and swore at him (laughs) (laughs) Told him what I thought of him. Um, But it made me feel better. Yeah. So, beyond the cheat, you've got this fabulous freebie, which you can get from your website, which we'll give to our listeners later. So, let's just talk about the five things that you must do and the five things that you mustn't do. Because when you are in that emotional state, you're just not thinking straight, are you? No. Talk about the five things that you mustn't do. (laughs) Okay. Um, First of all, don't try to get
1: even. I think uh, that's a, a um, one thing that a lot of people do, and you hear people, you know, chopping up suits and putting your, their key down the other person's car or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't help, and it's natural it's that at the anger that, stage, I guess, isn't it? Very, very much so. And actually, it's the fight and flight response, you know, because yeah. um, our bodies, we're stressed. Our bodies have released cortisol because we have that threat, that fear of threat, and you just want to do something. You want to do something to react to that. Um so yeah it's it's not a good thing to try and get even don't do that. Yeah. Um and then
0: this next one probably easier said than done. Don't fall apart. <laughs> really hold it together. But if you tell yourself you can can't you can kind of do a little bit of CBT with yourself I think can't you? You can. You can. And you know I think um crying is something
1: that oh my goodness mate I cried buckets literally buckets um you know in the first few weeks um after it happens and and i don't think that's a bad thing but you've got Great to hero. think it is it is and those tears are there for a reason you know they're it's sort of draining out those negative thoughts and that that hurt but you also have to know when to rein it in because you don't yeah. want your emotions to rule you, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think the most important thing in every single case is that your partner cheating on you is not a statement about you. And that's the big thing because I think we do, like I said before, you do naturally think that and it does not define you. Your life isn't over. You will come out of this stronger, definitely
0: stronger, especially yeah. if you do some self-help and self-care. Yeah This is an interesting one. Don't spy on your ex-partner. <laughs> so tempting to do
1: um, yeah but I think it's almost natural you want to see what you're up against you want to see what the competition is and you want to see what he's doing um, In inadvertently he shared his Google Drive with me so I had a really good look at her <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then you'd probably compare yourself wouldn't you do you know what I mean because you've got... could... it's not
1: healthy no. it's not healthy um, I don't think I have much to worry about to be quite honest with you but
0: there we go <laughs> It's a really interesting point. Don't spy on your ex or your, your ex or partner, because um, I've recently finished a book by Rebecca Jane, who wrote The Real Lady Detective Agency. And it there used to be. A oh, program yes. very similar, yeah, they did. And it's amazing how many people, rather than challenging their partner, hire a private detective, which costs plenty of cash, believe me. Wow, And so it's quite interesting that because they they obviously paid someone else to do that Mm. exact thing, spy on their own. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that might be something different, isn't it? That's probably when they suspect and before they've challenged. Whereas this is more once you know it's over. Don't don't because because you're reinforcing that hurt every day. So don't look at his Facebook page. Don't look at his Instagram or, you know, even looking at old emails that he sent you. Lovey dovey emails or trying to find out who she is. I mean, I had. he moved nearly 200 miles away, so I haven't got the issue of being bumping able to drive up, past his door yeah, yeah. or bumping into it, indeed. But I've read online a lot about people who, you know, can't help. They go out for the shopping and they can't help but just drive past to see if his car's there. It's help. no good. Yeah, it yeah. is
0: unhealthy. And then, of course, makes sense. Don't try and do this alone, where you didn't share it at first, did you? You've got to tell your friends, tell the people closest to you
1: yeah and get help if you need to i think that's the thing you know if you do need to go and see a counsellor or a therapist or or a life coach you know anybody who can help you if you've got a friend who can offer a similar um similar sort of advice or family member then do it because it isn't it is achievable on on your own of course it is but it's a lot harder it is a lot harder
0: a problem shared is a problem is a problem half that's it yeah so also you've got five do's as well. So you recommend that people start a journal. Definitely.
1: And this freebie actually is part of that because it's got lots of space for writing in. And um, and journaling, it's, it's funny, you know, because handwriting is something we just don't do anymore, isn't it? it no. We tend to just everything out on the computer or on a phone and actually writing is very very cathartic yeah. um and it does help you to kind of get those feelings down and it doesn't have to be for anybody else's eyes it can just be for your own eyes but it does I wrote a diary every single day and you know some of the pages everyone's going to think I'm a right potty mouth now but some of the pages were just <laughs> were just full of swear words because yeah. I felt so angry know, some days
0: anger and frustration out weren't you exactly to do
1: yeah, yeah. And it does happen. do you know something as well? We can go back and look at that and feel how much we've moved on, which is just such a, a such a, a tonic, really. Even yeah. after a few weeks, you can go look look back and think, oh, my God, that was awful then. Look how much I've developed since then. Look how much I've come on.
0: Yeah. And also, you've got to do something positive. So whether it's going for a walk or a bike ride, get out the house, change the scenery. But yeah. I like this next one, write yourself a mantra yes yeah yeah absolutely that people can write for themselves
1: um wow okay um it this is a really this is a personal one because it's got to be what you believe um i i actually just read some that i thought fitted me and i did those for a while but i didn't feel in tune with them does that make sense um and i I i felt like i was quite a weak person for what had happened to me so ultimately and it wasn't that wasn't the thing at all but what i wanted to do is be a stronger person in a relationship i wanted to be a stronger person with more self-awareness so ultimately my mantra became about being strong you know i am a strong person and that's all you have to say and if you say something enough times it becomes a habit and your brain actually processes that as fact so if you can say you know when you just got a spare minute if you're sitting watching the television. I am a strong woman. I am a strong woman. I am a strong woman. Brush your teeth. I am a strong woman. I am a strong woman. Put different emphasis on it, but say it. Say it out loud. Say it in your head. Best to say it out loud, but just keep repeating it. And it does work. It changes. It starts to change these neural pathways in your brain and you start to believe
0: it. Yeah. And also take positive steps to remove them from your life. So maybe get rid of their clothes or get rid of anything that reminds you of them, maybe. Is that what you mean? Yeah.
1: Yes. Every, everything, really. Because, um, you know, there might be, you might have an, I had an inbox full of emails. I just deleted them. I had a, a you know, a, a chat full of Facebook messages. Deleted it. Yeah. No sentimentality. Delete it. What's the point in keeping it? And that you don't want those negative energies in your life.
0: Yeah. Same with to physical things. to people the same thing all the time kind of thing about yeah. what's happened or...
1: Yeah, that's that is difficult as well. Difficult for definite. Um, and you might want to just I actually did a little um, Facebook message to my closest friends and my f- sort of family members like my other brother who I don't really speak a lot to. Um, no, not not because of any reason, just I'm not as close to yeah, him, he lives further away. So I did um, I did a little message and just said, look, this is what's happened. Um, just wanted you to know because I thought. It, it, I'm sick of having to explain it to people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and then interesting when I started beyond the cheese, and that being was was on social media and so on, I had an influx of people going, "What's happened?" Yeah, exactly. And by that time, I was in a yeah, better place anyway. You, and you
0: don't mind talking yeah. about it then. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then this is a good one as well. Only talk to a few trusted people. Yeah,
1: yeah. And again, because there are people who will who will try and tell you what to do. You know, yeah. oh well, you need to do this. Well, no, actually, I'm not talking to you because I want your advice and you telling me what to do. I just need a shoulder. I just need somebody to, you know, to to confide in, really. And if you can find somebody who will be your mentor, almost somebody who can almost like stand up for you. So when you're feeling a bit weak or a bit
0: short period of time. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's that's a really nice thing to do. And I I had that actually in my counsellor to be truthful but um but it could be a family friend it could be anybody
0: yeah so for our listeners you must take advantage of this freebie go to the website um which is www.beyondthecheek.com and you'll find all the details on there so now let's talk about your new podcast which is called inside therapy so when did you launch it tell us all about it
1: uh, we've done four podcasts, so we launched Absolutely. it right at the beginning of the month. Um, so this will be our fifth this week. Um, so I'm working with my therapist, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's all a bit bizarre, really, because we've become really good friends. Um, yeah. She and I have so much in common in terms of I've already said about the skills overlap and all of that. Yeah. Um, and we just knew. And I, th- the thing was, I think at start it was I was struggling to afford to pay for therapy every week. So I said to Andrea, look, if I can help you in any way, would you? give me some free sessions basically so we agreed to do that and to be honest with you by the time we got to that point I didn't really need much more therapy and um there was there's so many things we want to do together but the first thing that we've done is this podcast so she's going to be um, present on some of my courses as as the sort of um psychotherapist angle and I'll be the life coach angle so that would be re- work really well the podcast itself is about all sorts of mental health issues so we're focusing at the moment about being in lockdown so the things that you can do to help you in yeah. lockdown. Um, so, we did Blue Monday um, the week before last because that was the most miserable day of the, yes, of the year, it isn't was, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, as I said, this week we've got um, self love coming up. Last week we did about um, um, more about negativity than positivity. So, Blue Monday was about being positive. Last week was about how you spot being negative and how you can turn that
0: around yeah. to be positive. Yeah, brilliant. So, where can we hear this podcast? Which platforms is it available to download? It is on all of the main platforms, actually. So it's on uh,
1: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, it's on Google, um, it's on Amazon, um, and it's on my website. So if you just go to my website um, or Instagram, I've actually got a little, you know, the little, I can't remember yeah. what they're called, the little buttons. Um, it, I've got a dedicated one to the podcast on there.
0: Brilliant. So that aside, you've got Beyond the Cheat, which is brilliant. This has been created from your experience and, um, you know, what's happened to you during lockdown. But you're also now an ambassador for Empower In An Hour. So tell us all about that. I've never heard of that before.
1: Wow. Yeah, this is um, this is something really, really exciting. It was developed by a lady in, um, I think she lives up in Lancashire. She, she's been developing it for 31 years, would you believe? It's, it's an incredibly powerful game. Now, the game is only part of it, but the game is as much or as little as you want to do. So if you want to play the game, what it does is it gives you um a, a, an action plan basically right. so you can look so at all game. sorts of areas it is it is and at the moment in lockdown you know we're playing online it is a physical game as well i've got a, a, a physical board and counters and things here but at the moment wow. it is played online so um for instance if you said to me oh do you know i'm really struggling with the, my finances at the moment i'd say right let's play Empower in a, an hour let's work out some actual milestones and an action plan it takes an hour, strangely enough, yeah. and we go through a series of questions uh, that are prompted by the, the squares you land on on the board. And at the end of it, you have an action plan. It is really, really remarkable what you can that's achieve fantastic. in an hour.
0: Brilliant! It's, it's really very,
1: good. very good. And then the the add on to that is so you can just play the game, and that's absolutely fine. You can go away with your action plan. It's free to play, or you can actually go and train as an ambassador. So um, I am an ambassador. There are 12 of us who have qualified, graduated last week um, and (laughs) thank you. And um, we are known as Empowering Angels. Mm. Um, still still getting comfortable with that title I don't feel very <laughs> angelic some days when I'm being potty mouthed um, so yeah the empowering angels are the ambassadors so you can train to become a, an empowering angel and that means that you go through a story writing process so I've written a book nothing like yours it's um very short each chapter I think there are 20 chapters and each chapter is about 400 words and then that is published into a book, which you then get to keep and you can give to your friends or just keep for your own use. But it's a it's a very cathartic process. Again, it's about writing. So you handwrite this book and then you type it up and then it's published. And as you're doing that, you're becoming an empowering angel. And then um, you have to do a series of 10 um, games. You play 10 games. I think you and I are going to play at some point I in the can't future. wait to play this game. <laughs> you must book me in. I can't wait. Very excited. We'll do it after this. Yeah. Um, so then once I've got my 10 testimonials, I am able to go out and distribute it across the world. Uh, they're hoping to get it into every school in the UK. I think uh, uh, Andrea, who's the founder, has done some work with the education um, authorities and that it's going to be rolled out in every school in the UK. She's got contracts in Dubai and Turkey and all sorts of places um, for it to be rolled out in schools there. Um, and in her words, she wants every single household in the world to have a copy of Empower in an Hour. Wow. So, yeah, she's got big plans.
0: Yeah, I wish them, wish you both great success with that. Oh, well, Helen, as you but it's been fantastic to talk to you and hear all about your you know, your journey. And thank you for sharing it with our listeners. So how can anybody get in contact with you if they're going through a similar experience and they need these brilliant freebies from beyond the cheat or obviously if they want a bit more from the website so how can they get in touch i've got facebook and
1: twitter and
0: instagram and that is all at
1: beyond the cheat all one word so at symbol beyond the cheat yeah um my website is beyond the and uh you can find my podcast on there you can find the courses i've got two courses that i'm writing at the moment i'm looking for volunteers actually for, to test the first one for free it'll be probably 100 150 pounds uh, when i finally launch it but i'm looking for 10 volunteers i've got 7 so far so, so i need
0: people, this is people that actually have been through this process of a of a, of a, That's right. of a relationship yeah that's right yeah yeah so um and the course will cover um
1: things like money and uh, emotions you know um what happens if you have a wobble um planning for the future all that sort of thing so it's six modules um me teaching each course on video and then i think workbooks and things that you can download so that'll be available probably about three to four weeks i'm hoping i've started writing it just need to get on with it now
0: brilliant
1: Uh, if you want to volunteer to uh, be a guinea pig and test my course so that's hello at
0: beyondthecheap brilliant oh well helen i wish you all the best with your future endeavors and i look forward to playing with this this game with you very soon thank you karen thanks for having me you've been listening to an appetite for life sponsored by Daybank house dental practice where happiness starts with a smile if you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show then you can contact me via my social media pages karen kelly podcasts or send an email to Carolyn De at